In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Kedoshim, we have a number of mitzvahs. And amongst them, the very great and famous mitzvah of V'yahavta l'reyacha kamoicha, to love your fellow as you love yourself. The idea of Avas Yisrael, loving every other Yid and loving them the way you love yourself. Obviously, that's a very tall order um, on both sides. Both that to love everyone. We know that uh, maybe it's not hard to uh, appreciate or even love many people, but to love every single person is a tall order. And part two is to love them as we love ourselves, which is naturally a person has the ultimate love for themselves. To be able to love every other person like we love, love ourselves is, of course, a, a big order, a big avoida, a big service. But that's the mitzvah. So, so how does one attain that? How can one come to that? And how is this even possible? So Rashi, in his commentary to the Torah, brings the, uh, I guess, famous statement of Rabbi Akiva, the great sage, Rabbi Akiva, who says... Uh, loving every other, loving your fellows, you love yourself, is a klal godel, a great principle in the Torah. And the Rebbe examines the statement of Rabbi Akiva and says that by really examining it, we actually will have um, more of a help or input in how to fulfill this. So, firstly, his words are, it's a klal godel, a great principle in the Torah. We know a klal, a principle, is made up of pratim, made up of details. Every great principle is really a sum total of many, many details. And by the fact that Rabbi Akiva defined this mitzvah as a principle, what he was really telling us is that this principle also is made up of details. And what's the details of this mitzvah? The details of this mitzvah are all of the mitzvahs throughout the Torah, that are scattered throughout the Torah, that deal with how we have to relate to another person. And of course, we have many prohibitions of not to steal and not to lie and not to cheat and not to hurt another person in any other way, not to embarrass a person, not to slander a person. And then we have positive commandments of giving tzedakah to another person and giving loans to another person and visiting the sick and burying the dead and all of these mitzvahs that are all the details of loving another person. And therefore, when we look at the big general picture, I have to love another person like I love myself, which can be daunting. Rabbi Akiva is telling us, remember, this principle is made up of details. Work on the details. Work on all of the positive commandments that we can do um, in being good and being nice and being helpful, caring, compassionate to another person. Look at all the details of all the prohibitions of not doing something negative to another person. And by working on all those details, we ultimately create and come to the fulfillment of the, of the general principle of loving the other person. That's part one. But that, that definitely makes it a lot easier and something very practical to work on, working on the details. But yet, Rabbi Akiva still, the Basik still says, we're supposed to come to love them like we love ourselves. So there, says the Rebbe, let's look into some teachings of Rabbi Akiva and see how that will help us appreciate and fulfill this mitzvah. It was the great Rabbi Akiva who says in the Gemara, tracted Baba Metziah, um, Rabbi Akiva talks about two people who are going, um, they're traveling in the desert. And they're, 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 there's a tremendous thirst, there's no water. One of them has water, one not. What do you do? Um, if one drinks, if, if they divide the water, they're both going to die. So there's only one cup or whatever, one measurement of water, says Rebbe Akiva, that the one who has the water, he should drink it. Because, chayecha kodmin. A person has, um, a person is supposed to, their, their, one's own life takes precedence over another's. And therefore, if it's me or the other person, one should drink the water themselves. That's Rabbi Akiva's opinion. Says the Rebbe, that Rabbi Akiva seems to be telling us something, that even though the Torah says, you should love a person as you love yourself, Still, 
Um, it's a secondary level of love than the way we love ourselves. Still, halachically, we have the right to put ourselves before another person. So we're not really loving the person exactly equally to ourselves. It's still on a lesser level than ourselves. Of course, that makes this somewhat easier to understand and to deal with. We don't, we're not expected to love the other person exactly as much as ourselves. It's still a lesser level love than we love ourselves from a basic halachic perspective. That's Rabbi Akiva. So that helps as well. Okay, we don't, we're not looking for the ultimate love just like I love for myself. That's, that's another helping step towards understanding this mitzvah. And yet, it's still difficult. Okay, so I don't love every person exactly as much as I love myself. If our life is on the line, I put my life before another. But still, I am supposed to love every other person, like, at least secondary to the love I have for myself. How can one reach that? And therefore, let's analyze the teachings of Rabbi Akiva more. Again, Rabbi Akiva, the one who told us this great principle, that this is the great principle of the Torah. In Pirkei Avis, Ethics of Our Fathers, chapter 3, Rabbi Akiva is the one who says, he says, every person is beloved because every person is created in the form of Hashem. And then he says, every Jew is beloved because Jews specifically are called children of Hashem. Bonim atem Hashem alokechem. In other words, Rabbi Akiva is talking about the, the, the importance of all mankind, that every person, every human being is created in the form of Hashem. That's a general thing, but more specifically, he says for a Jewish person, that the Torah says that Klal Yisrael are banim atem, children for Hashem. So Rabbi Akiva is the one who tells us this idea, that every Yid is a child of Hashem. If we're all children of Hashem, that means that we're all brothers and sisters. Just like children of the same father and mother, they come from the same place and therefore they're brothers and sisters, so too every, we're supposed to look at every person of Klal Yisrael, man or woman, like a brother or sister. When one is able to recognize that and think about that, that on a neshama level, on a soul level, every Jew is my brother, every Jew is my sister. So then, just like when it comes to brothers and sisters, there's a natural love that we have because we come from the same set of parents, because we come from the same DNA, if you will, in the same way, because all of us have that neshama from heaven, therefore, we are really all brothers and sisters. So therefore, it's Rabbi Akiva who is able to explain and understand and show us how every person had to have that love to every person because they're all our brothers and sisters. Amazingly, we find another dialogue in the Gemara between Rabbi Akiva and a wicked person of his time. There was a person, his name was Turnus Rufus, the Gemara says, and he was called Turnus Rufus, the Russia, the wicked one. And he challenged Rabbi Akiva, and he says, why do you give tzedakah? After all, if Hashem made a person per, poor, then obviously Hashem wants him to be poor. In fact, Turnus Rufa says, he says, I'll give you an example. He says, if you have a king that got angry at his servant and you know, imprisoned him, and said, no one give him to eat or drink, and someone else comes and gives that person food or drink, wouldn't the king be upset at the one who brought the food and, and drink to the, to the, uh, to the prisoner? Again, the king imprisoned someone, said, no one, he shouldn't have food or drink. So Turnus Rufus says, if Hashem makes someone poor, that's like Hashem saying, I don't want this person to have money, I don't want him to have food or drink. How do you go ahead and give tzedakah? And Rabbi Akiva responded, and he said, I'll use the same analogy that you, um, that you used, but with one difference. He says, if the king banished their own son, their own child, son or daughter to prison, and someone else came and fed them, what do you think the king would feel towards that person? And Rabbi Akiva said, and that's the story of every person of Klal Yisrael as a son or daughter of Hashem. Again, it's the same Rabbi Akiva who said that Bonimatem Lashem Alokechem, he quoted that Pasik, we're all children. So when we support and help another child, of course the father, of course the king, would be most happy 
with the fact that we supported them. And the, the Gemara goes on, Shaitun Asrufa says, yes, but we're also called servants of Hashem. We're sometimes called servants, sometimes children. And now in a time of Golas, in a time of exile, we're like servants. And Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva said no. Rabbi Kiva said that at any point, every person of Klal Yisrael is considered that child of Hashem, and therefore the Siddhaq is appropriate. Let's quickly look at another teaching or two, or three, of Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara says, Tractate of Shabbos, it talks to you about a person who owes a lot of money. And doesn't have money to pay. And the person is wearing, um, so, so we, we take from that person their possessions, you know, there's a lien on the possessions to pay, but we don't take the person's clothing from him. But the Gemara says, but what if the person's wearing very fancy clothing, you know, expensive clothing? Do we, do we make the person sell their more expensive um, clothing in order to pay their debt? And so some opinions say yes. Rabbi Kiva says no. Rabbi Kiva says every person, every yid, is, is fitting to be wearing the most, the most the royal clothing because they're a child of Hashem. And therefore, we never take their clothing from them and sell them for something more inferior. They're deserving of the most special clothing, even if they're in debt. Another teaching of Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara Babakama, page Daf Tzadik, the Gemara talks there about if you embarrass another person, how much do you owe them? Talks there about damages and talks there about when you hurt someone in a way that's embarrassing, you owe based on, the, based on how much they were embarrassed. And the Gemara says, well, it depends, you know, a more, you know, significant or sophisticated person, their embarrassment is greater, and therefore they're owed more if they're embarrassed. As the Gemara says, everything, it depends on the honor of the person who was embarrassed. Rabbi Akiva says, no, even the poorest person of Klal Yisrael, we look at him like he's a, a wealthy person, because he's a child of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and therefore we, he would be owed the ultimate compensation because you embarrass a person of royalty, even though it was seen that this is a, you know, an impoverished person. Finally, one more teaching of Rabbi Akiva in the Gemara Sanhedrin, page Kufyud. It says there, Chasidusei de Rabbi Akiva. The Rabbi Akiva was considered extremely pious. And how is that? Because there was a discussion there about wicked people. Wicked people of Klal Yisrael, will they have Olam Habba? Will they have the world to come? And the Gemara brings an opinion of some that says that they won't, based on, based on psukim, based on verses. And Rabbi Akiva vehemently argued. He said, no. He says, every yid, even the Rishayim, even the wicked, ultimately will be deserving and will reach Olam Habba. And he explains the verses in a different way. But he says that ultimately every yid is going to have Olam Habba, because every yid has that neshama. And therefore, basically, what we have from all of these teachings of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva's way of looking at Klal Yisrael, looking at every yid, that every person is a child of Hashem, no matter their, their, the uh, situation that they find themselves, the way they seem externally. And therefore, he's the one who tells us that it's a Klal Gadol Batayra, it's the ultimate principle of the Torah, to be able to have Ava Kamaycha, to love every person, every other yid, like a brother or a sister. It's interesting, I'll conclude with the fact that next week is Lag Baomer, which is celebrated, of course, by Claudius. So one of the main reasons of that celebration is because the disciples of Rabbi Akiva stopped dying. And the disciples of Rabbi Akiva died because they didn't have perfect, obviously, Yisrael. They didn't have the perfect respect one for another. And the question is, weren't they disciples of the great Rabbi Akiva, the teacher of Avas Yisrael? How could it be that they didn't have that perfect respect? And one of the answers given is the contrary. Because they were Rabbi Akiva's disciples, so therefore it was demanded of them to show the utmost love and the utmost respect for every Yid of Kali Yisrael. Because of the teachings of the Rebbe, because of the teachings of Rabbi Akiva, that every person is to be seen as a brother or a sister, and that's why it was held against them that they didn't live up 
to the teachings of their master, Rabbi Akiva. And of course, the lesson for us is very clear that we do have to live up to these teachings of Rabbi Akiva and respect and love every person, every Yid, with this way of Rabbi Akiva, of Banimat, and recognizing that each and every Yid, man and woman and child, is a, chi- is a child of Hashem himself, therefore is a brother and sister of ours, and deserving of that ultimate Avas Yisrael, Kamocha, just as we love ourselves. Have a wonderful Shabbos.